You're listening to China Africa Talk. Jambo ni Bridget akikuletea kipindi kinachohusiana na China na Africa. Vous écoutez le dialogue sino-africain avec Bridget. Everything China, everything Africa. Olá, você está ouvindo China Africa Talk com Bridget. Sayidati wa sadati, marhaban bikum. Fi al-hawar al-siniyya al-arabi ma'a Bridget. A warm welcome. This is China Africa Talk, the program that brings you discussions on what's happening with China and Africa from a Chinese and African perspective. I'm Bridget Mutambirwa coming to you from the Chinese capital in Beijing. China's State Council has approved a general plan to build a pilot zone for in-depth economic and trade cooperation between China and Africa. The platform is expected to promote the transformation and upgrading of bilateral economic and trade cooperation and deliver more benefits to the people in China and Africa. What role will the pilot zone play in deepening economic and trade ties between China and African countries? Professor Lai, lead research fellow with the China Africa Economic and Trade Research Institute, also assistant professor, School of Economics and Trade, Hunan University, together with Dr. Khalifa C. Diop, research fellow, Hunan China Africa Economic and Trade Cooperation Promotion Council, and secretary in charge of external affairs of the Federation of China Africa Friendship Associations, join me to unravel the discussion. Professor Dai and Dr. C. Diop, great to have you on the program. Thank, Thank you, you, Bridget. Professor Dai, why does the Chinese government decide to build this pilot zone at this time? I think economic and trade cooperation play a leading role in China-Africa relation. China has maintained its position as Africa's number one trading partner for 15 years and has demonstrated that China and African trade is very resilient to economic downturn. The construction of China and Africa economic and trade, the deep cooperation pioneer zone, is a really important initiative to take advantage of this opportunity and also address the challenge that we are all facing. And this is also an important initiative to deeply implement the spirit of General Secretary Xi Jinping's important speech at the opening ceremony of the 8th Ministerial Conference of the Forum on China-Africa Cooperation. And this is also very important to implement the nine project of China-Africa Cooperation addressed by the President. So in this context, we think that in order to promote the high quality development of China-Africa Cooperation, the Ministry of Commerce as well as the Hunan Provincial People's Government have joined together to prepare the overall program for the construction of China-Africa economic and a trade deep cooperation pioneer in its own. So personally, I think this is a very important platform and bridge for economic trade exchange and also cooperation between China and Africa. The overall aim of the pilot zone is to grab the new characteristic and also trend of China-Africa economic and trade development. Both sides should leverage their respective advantage to cultivate new growth point and also to accelerate capacity building for Africa development to expand the cooperation result and also to enrich the connotation of China-Africa economic and trade relation and to promote the in-depth development of the new type of strategic partnership between China and Africa. Personally, I think China and Africa economic and trade cooperation in the new era should not only focus on economic and trade itself, but also consider 
the comprehensive impact of factors such as digital economy, green development, public health, and a cultural exchange, which are also the trending topic of the world today. Dr. Sidiop, how significant is this development to the China-Africa economic and trade relations? And what does this mean for Africa? Of course, this is a really important platform that has been pushed forward by the Chinese government to improve the deep cooperation that they have and which has been there from the independence days of our African states. So we go back longer with China. China is more of builder, is more of economic partner, trade partner, developer for Africa. So in that view, of course, we need more platform to push forward and deepen that cooperation and bring development for our people. Africa make 54 country today, and the bilateral trade volume between Africa and China is far behind what is expecting 54 countries with a population of 1.4 billion almost. We have a lot to do now to improve that trade volume and also coming to more investment in China. So this is some of the things, but actually Hunan didn't start with only that platform. Hunan have established a lot of platforms which support the deepening of the cooperation between China and Africa, especially in trade and economic area. This is just coming to confirm that what has been done. We have the China-Africa Economic and Trade Expo. We have the China-Africa Economic and Trade Promotion Council, which I am for. We have the China-Africa Technical Trade Measure Research Evaluation Center, the China-Africa Economic Trade Zone of the Belt and Road Network, the RMB, which is the UN, the Chinese currency, the Chinese UN Cross-Border Service Center of China, Africa, the Logistics Support Center of African Goods and People in the Central and the Western region of China, with a direct flight now that has been opened last year from Hunan to Kenya directly, helping the movement of peoples and goods, the Center for Promoting Local Investment Cooperation for Africa, the local research center economic commercial cooperation with Africa. All of this platform to establish a greater cooperation and in deeper between China and Africa. Professor Dai, China and Africa have already established sound economic and trade relations for decades. A key word of the goal for the pilot zone is in-depth economic and trade cooperation. Could you explain the word in-depth here? Is it in more cooperative fields? Well, I think it's a very important and very interesting question. So the key word in-depth, which basically indicate that we are in a new page, it indicates that the pilot zone will deepen the innovative platform for China-Africa economic and trade cooperation model. We're trying to devise a new way of development and also to drive collaborative construction in the key areas of cooperation. The word in-depth also indicates building a more comprehensive cooperation in most part of the industrial chain. As you may be aware, currently we have sudden change in international relations or the environment. The supply chain faces a lot of challenge. So how to ensure the safety of the supply chain, especially in the context of international trade, is it very important for developing and fledging country like China? and African countries. On top of that, I think the pilot zone can also promote the free flow of resource and also strengthen the cooperation in emerging areas, as I mentioned before, like digital economy or health. 
previously we focused too much on the quantity of economic cooperation and trade. Now, how to improve the quality, I think, is also part of what in-depth means. China itself is building a new development paradigm called the dual circulation. I don't know whether our audience is aware. So the pilot zone can see the opportunity for industrialization and urbanization in both China and also African country. In addition to the state-owned enterprise and the large enterprises, we can focus more on small and medium-sized enterprise. So this should persuade and encourage to participate widely in China and African economic trade. Because as you may be aware, small and medium-sized enterprise, they are very innovative. So how can we get them involved in this comprehensive economic and trade collaboration is also the thing that we need to think about. Dr. Sidiop, how do African companies connect with the pilot zone in Hunan? Actually, the pilot zone has been given to Hunan because, first of all, we have to explain the key position that Hunan is playing today on China-Africa trade and economic cooperation. Hunan has positioned itself like a gate through which you can cooperate with Africa from China side or from Africa side. So companies moved to support movement that Hona has been pushing together. It's more on that connection with Africa. Now, when African companies want to get to the pilot zone, it's much more easy because Hona has been open through many platforms. But China-Africa Economic and Trade Expo is one of the best one, which is every two years. Second one, you have what we have created from the African perspective, the China-Africa Friendship Association, which is a big platform connecting different associations working on China and Africa's friendship. Friendship meaning on that point, trade, economy, everything that comes through the cooperation from the two parts, then that is one gate of cooperation. So connecting to the pilot zone, these are the few ways forward, which can be improved by others. For instance, a direct contact through different platform online. Apart from that, the Conan government implement some different points, which will help promotion first and understanding the different policies that company need, where they have suggested that the Minister of Commerce, the Minister of Foreign Affairs can work on African policy in Hunan to deepen the policy understanding of Hunan from the African perspective. What are the needs from the African side? Those different points can be points where our companies can get connected directly to the free trade zone. Still on you, Dr. C. Diop. What are yeah. some of the stumbling blocks in the China-Africa trade relations that need to be cleared for Africa to be a more competitive economic trade partner with China? Actually, this is what all the leaders, all people now in that policy and this platform have to be asking ourselves. What is the problem? Why are we not achieving what we want? We have forgotten the landlock problem that Africa has today. And this landlock is not impacting only the 16 landlocked countries in Africa, but the cities close to those landlocked countries will be far also from the sea areas. So the transport problem is one of the key problems that we can not achieve the fully potential of African markets. Can you imagine? We did a research where we sent a product from Guangzhou to Senegal, West Africa. When the project leave Guangzhou to Senegal, it was in a container where we paid for that small box at on 400 to 500 yuan. When it reached from Senegal to Mali, which is basically two countries that are 
totally closed. It was one country before. So a 700 kilometers, we pay up to 700 RMB, almost double of what we pay from Guangzhou to Senegal. It's crazy to see that how the transport fee impact this cooperation. So we have to unlock the landlocked countries. We have to make sure that the way the products arrive on the port side, on the coastal area, be not too much expensive internally for those markets to be part of the big China-Africa economic trade, to develop the different cities that are far from the coastal areas. If you look at in the landlocked countries, because of the lack of transport, the lack of communication, most of our companies, our investors might see that place as far away. So in that perspective, I think whatever project that is taking in the transport area in Africa, either is railway, either is port, we have to look in African level. And that is one of the work that the new pilot zone that have been proposed by the Chinese government in Hunan will be looking at. How do we connect those people? How do we create a package of program, a package of project, especially on the transport area, to connect all Africa from Cairo to Nairobi, from Dakar to Djibouti. So you have to be on the same line. We have to see that, okay, this portion that we build in Kenya have to be connected to this portion in Rwanda, this portion in South Africa, to make sure that the flow of goods and people will be in reality. When transport is reduced, we come to energy. Most of our African country lack of electricity today. Anybody talking about industrial development, you can't do any development properly without these two factors, transport, and electricity. So we need Africa to be sustainable by itself, to be able to create that energy. And while China have a lot to offer on that perspective, on all new energy, the green energy program that we have, China is very advanced on solar energy, on wind energy. So this all together, we support the development of our different and resolving the problem that we are facing. Professor Dai, according to the plan, a center for financial cooperation between the two sides will be established. What role will this institution play? Well, I think the China and Africa Financial Cooperation Center will play a very important role in, for example, cross-border RMB or Chinese yuan settlement and the financial service product optimization as well as the financial service for China-Africa Economic and Trade Corporation to serve all the stakeholders involved in the China and Africa Economic and Trade Corporation. So I think it basically involves a few aspects. The first would be the China and Africa Financial Corporation Center will encourage financial institutions to innovate cross-border RMB financial product and service and also to provide full-process financial services to African business entity which will be involved in economic and trade ties. This will include a cross-border trade and investment and also the financing RMB settlement and also the RMB settlement account opening to just give you a few examples. To also support the RMB settlement of trade investment between China and Africa and to encourage the use of RMB in Africa. The second would be that the center will facilitate cross-border payment and also settlement through cross-border interbank payment system to create favorable condition for African business entity to use RMB or Chinese Yuan when dealing with the Chinese counterpart. I think another function would be to build an international commodity trading platform and a sport trading market 
in Hunan province, just like Dr. Sidiop said. In Africa, you have a lot of brilliant product, especially agriculture broker and natural resources. So we really try to build a international market in which all these suppliers can freely trade the product with the Chinese or international partners. Another function for the financial center would be to strengthen R&B pricing and also settlement function for commodity and to provide government financing guarantee to improve the risk sharing compensation mechanism. The other goal would be to encourage the financial institution in both regions to issue a cross-border bond to increase import and export trade between China and Africa to provide financial support in areas such as non-logistics channels. Along you, Professor Dai, are there any untapped areas that the current China-Africa economic and trade cooperation platforms can take advantage of to increase imports from Africa to China? Yes, there are huge opportunity in the distribution and trading of non-resource product in Africa. In order to do that, I think the first is to facilitate quarantine access for African agricultural product. So as Dr. CDO said, agriculture is one of the most important economic sectors in Africa. And it also a very important area for China and Africa cooperation. China has a huge market for African agricultural product. So I think it is mutually beneficial. But a lack of inspection and a quarantine capacity has seriously hindered further comprehensive expansion of agricultural product trade between China and African country. So it is very important to enhance the inspection and the quarantine capacity in relevant countries to deepen the inspection and quarantine collaboration, which is basically an institutional cooperation between China and Africa, and to optimize the access assessment procedures for African agricultural and food product to accelerate the access process, because especially for the agricultural product, the time is very important. I think if we can efficiently and effectively address this institutional challenge, we can really promote an all-around a high-quality development of China and Africa trade and devise new way for import inspection and quarantine. Dr. CDO, Professor Dai just mentioned agriculture as an area that the current China-Africa economic and trade cooperation platforms can take advantage of to increase imports from Africa to China. African countries rely on a lot of agriculture produce. What more needs to be done to explore new scenarios in the agriculture sector to meet China's goals for a pilot zone significant enough for open cooperation with Africa by 2027? Agriculture product is the heart of real development. We know it. Agricultural products have developed not only Africa. Most of the developed countries have start with agricultural products before they get to this industrialization. And even today, Agriculture products stand on the different key economic points. First of all, China is a huge market in the need of product. China is willing from the upper level, the central level to the provincial, to the city's level, to private companies to use African product, especially the agricultural product. China is open to that. We have to open ourselves to that perspective of cooperation in deep cooperation between us and China on this field. That indeed cooperation doesn't stop on we taking our sesame, our cocoa bee, and our coffee to just selling 
what we have to do when we talk about in deep, it means from the time we choose which land we're going to harvest, what kind of seed we're going to put, what kind of research we have to do, what kind of product is good, what kind of fertilizant is good for this ground. These all are in deep research, in deep cooperation that we should do and we can do with China to improve our agriculture sectors. We should make sure that our products are standardized from the land to the end product. After we standardize, we have to go to the mechanization. Mechanization meaning that we have to use new agricultural machines to bring and improve our capacity of harvesting the land. So what shall we do on that point? We should come on a cooperative manner. Our agriculture should work together. Like I have two, I have two hectares here, I have 10 hectares here, I have 20 hectares here. The different cooperatives have to be created in different agriculture zones to make sure that these lands are coming together and we are versus together. Because with that standard, the price will increase. As long as you don't reach the standards, as long as you remain on the broken one and stuff, you will never get to the price that the market wants. So this is the mechanization point. Then we come to the industrialization. We should industrialize some of our product back in Africa. For instance, Professor Dai just said now, agriculture's product, we have to make sure that we follow up the timing. The time should be short because if we take too long on the transport, it will impact the quality of the product by the end of the day on the market. From the industrialization, we come to the development. And is that development that we reach up to the modernization of agriculture that we all expect you, Dr. Sidop, China's pilot zone for in-depth China-Africa economic and trade cooperation aims to evolve into a globally competitive economic and trade hub by 2035. How yes. do you evaluate this development goal? It's doable. It's doable on different points. First of all, we have to make sure that the new pilot zone has a direct connection with different trade agreements that Africa has among Africans. For instance, the eight economic zone that we have in Africa recognized by the EU. For instance, on the north side, we have the Arab Maghreb Union. In the east side, we have common market of Eastern and Southern Africa. On the west side, you have the ECOWAS. In the southern side, you have the Southern African Development Community. So you have to make sure that we align the objectives of the new paladin with these different economic communities. Apart from that one, we have to align the objective of this new pilot zone with the African continental free trade area. This is a key point of development of Africa. Second, we have to emphasize on the industrialization of Africa. The leaders have to think on how do we industrialize with Chinese speed. Ten years, we can have a big industrialized Africa. The special economic zones has been created in Africa. We have different special economic zones. Those special economic zones should be put in profit. We should make sure that we connect our resources that China have to those platforms. Professor Dai, what about you? What's your idea on developing this pilot zone into a globally competitive economic and trade hub by 2035? And furthermore, how will the pilot zone contribute to China's role as a proactive major economy globally? Well, I totally agree. By the year 2035, the endeavor to transform the pilot zone into a globally competitive economy and trade center represents not only an ambitious and forward-looking objective, but also signified the ongoing commitment of the Chinese government toward China-Africa economic and trade cooperation. So one objective of the pilot zone is to inject new vigor into the global economic landscape 
and underscore China's proactive engagement in bolstering international collaboration and assuming global responsibility. As per the strategic blueprint, the pilot zone will enhance trade, investment, finance, and a cultural and educational exchange. But moreover, the strategy articulates a very important commitment to augmenting cooperation with African nations in emerging sectors such as digital economy, green and low carbon initiative, and transportation and logistics. So as far as I know, the pilot zone will be involved into a pivotal catalyst in the advancement of China-Africa economic and trade relations. So to make a paramount contribution toward the attainment of mutual benefit and a sustainable development objective for both parties. Dr. Khalifa C. Diop and Professor Dai Li, thank you so much for sharing your insights. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media or leave a rating and review. Thanks again. See you next time.